Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Bill O'Reilly here. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Coming up next, the news with Mike Slater. Thank you, Bill. It is Friday, February 3rd, 2023. Here's what's happening today in America. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a Chinese spy balloon. Who is Joe Biden's new chief of staff? The squad comes to her defense, and they will not stop until your stove is theirs. And Bill, of course, will be back with the message of the day. But first, the Pentagon confirming we spotted a Chinese surveillance balloon over the United States. What? What is that? It was last seen over Billings, Montana, well above commercial air traffic. According to the Wall Street Journal, Biden suggested that the balloon be shot out of the sky. The Pentagon was against due to the risk of civilian deaths underneath. The chief of staff is the most important job in Washington, D.C. It can make or break a presidency. There have been presidents with no chief of staff. It's one reason why Jimmy Carter was so ineffective. Great chiefs of staff like Reagan's uh, James Baker, who called the job the worst blanking job in Washington. Chief of staffs that uh, let nothing get to the president, H.W. Bush's. Uh, he, he ran such a tight ship that Bush had a post office box in Kinney Bunkport that his cabinet knew they could send him stuff to get around the chief of staff and terrible chiefs of staff like Gerald Ford's first who lasted only 44 days. Joe Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, is out making way for Jeff Zeinst. He was in charge of Biden's COVID task force. This is the guy who came up with the unvaccinated are looking at a winter of severe illness and death. That was Jeff Zeinst. Minnesota Congresswoman Ilan Omar, born in Somalia, a Muslim woman, kicked off the Foreign Affairs Committee for anti-Semitic comments. She said, among other things, we must have the same level of accountability and justice for all victims of crimes against humanity. We have seen unthinkable atrocities committed by the U.S., Hamas, Israel, Afghanistan, and the Taliban. <laughs> Fellow squad member AOC coming to her defense on the House floor, saying kicking Elon off the committee is about targeting women of color in the United States of America. Even though McCarthy also kicked off two white guys from committees, too. A few weeks ago, we found out that the federal government was planning to ban gas stoves and people freaked out and the Fed said, what? No, we would never do such a thing. Meanwhile, in California, they've already done it. I live in San Diego. All new construction, no gas hookups allowed. And if you currently have a gas hookup, it's going to be removed by 2035. And I said weeks ago, just get ready. I promise you they're serious about this and they will not stop until they take all gas stoves away. And sure enough, the Energy Department proposing new rules to regulate 
gas stoves. I'm Mike Slater. Bill O'Reilly will be here with your message of the day and something you might not know next. Everything is expensive these days. You know that the government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Here's what this black studies controversy is all about. Governor DeSantis, white guy, is worried that these courses will present material to Florida students that is based on opinion, not facts. The very well-publicized 1619 Project, touted by the New York Times, is a great example. Here we have a so-called historian putting forth that America was developed with slavery being the primary motivating force. Balderdash is too mild a word for that. At this moment, I'm writing a book called Killing the Witches, which explores the true origin of our nation's founding. From the very beginning in Plymouth, it was religion, not slavery, that established the expanding colonies, and it was a harsh religion. So Governor DeSantis and others fear that school courses involving race would largely become propaganda designed to mislead students about the true nature of their country. That is a valid fear. Traditional historians like me would never be hired to teach a black studies course. It would likely be an activist in the classroom, not an instructor. And what about the students who dissent from the activist narrative? What happens to them? Any diversity or race-targeted mandatory state courses should be rigorously thought out and disciplined. This isn't communist China here. In school, including college, facts, not indoctrination, should be mandatory. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Now let's go to the mail. Uh, Jill, if Donald Trump runs again, it looks like he will. It could very well be the end of the country. As we know it, he will not win. It's a steep climb. Alice Ortrisco, Ontario, Canada. Monica Crowley said Michelle Obama is going to run for president. You said that if she runs, she'll win. God help us. Well, I don't I haven't heard anything. And she'd have to declare by June of this year. But if she runs, Michelle Obama could very well win. 
Jenny Meyer, Elko, Nevada. Though you said to find out why those police officers in Memphis beat Tyree Nichols to death, they need to be interviewed. And you suggested some academics should be used. Why would you want to do that? Because academics are shown to be time and time again liberal. Look, it's social scientists that we need, part of the um, governor's task force that he puts together. No ideology. I understand your point. But we, we need facts here. Okay, we need to analyze why these officers did what they did and committed symbolic suicide. Jim Vaughn, Hudson, Ohio. I just read about another 15-year-old kid dying of a drug overdose and watched his mother crying. I couldn't agree more with your sentiment about pushes. We've been told by Barack Obama and the new culture that the pusher isn't that bad. The mistake President Obama made was saying that people who sell fentanyl, heroin, crack, methamphetamine are not committing a violent crime. That was a huge mistake by President Obama. I pointed it out at the time because, as you say, the seller of the poison is responsible for what the poison does to the buyer. In a moment, something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 110 years ago today, the United States ratified the 16th Amendment to the Constitution. For the first time, the federal government imposed a national income tax on all wage earners. Here is the story. Since the Revolutionary War... Tariffs were typically paid on specific goods like alcohol and tobacco. Those taxes funded the federal government. In the early 20th century, the United States was growing at a historic rate. Lawmakers in Washington needed more money to fuel westward expansion, strengthen the military, and build modern infrastructure. So the House approved the 16th Amendment in 1909, during the presidential election of 1912, all three candidates, William Howard Taft, the president, Theodore Roosevelt, and Woodrow Wilson, favored the new tax. On February 3rd, 1913, the amendment was ratified. The law simply states, quote, Congress shall have the power to lay and collect taxes on incomes from whatever source derived, unquote. In its first year, the average tax rate was 1%. The highest bracket, 7% on earnings more than $500,000 a year. And back in 1909, there were very few people getting that. There were no adjustments, deductions, or other loopholes. Today, the federal government takes in $5 trillion a year, trillion. Half of that comes from personal income tax. The typical American household hands over 23% of its earnings to the IRS. That number drops to nothing for the very poor, reaches 37% for the rich. 
Today, some Democrats are demanding a so-called wealth tax. The proposal would confiscate money from people based on their total assets. Senators Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders want a 2% annual tax on every household worth more than $50 million. And here's something else you might not know. If you think $5 trillion is enough to run the federal government, you're wrong. On average, Washington spends $6.3 trillion every year, so the deficit is $1.3 trillion. Now this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.